Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better lock your door. Five, six, grab a crucifix. Seven, eight, better stay up late. Nine, ten. That's right, welcome to Film Franchise Fortnights. Um, this is a podcast. This is a podcast where. Uh, Richard and I ingest 36 years of horror movie culture in 14 days. Yeah. Well, we don't always do that, to <laughs> no. be fair. Uh, we watch a different film franchise each fortnight, and um, this fortnight we happen to land on um, Freddy vs. Jason, which only contains one film. Of course, so we watched one film. Yeah. It was very easy. Um, <laughs> we had a lot of free time to do the things that we want to do in life. And you know what we want to do? What? We want to watch 19 other films. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, everybody. We did it. A lot of people said it couldn't be done. By a lot of people, I mean me. And what we did, we did it, man. We watched we watched 11 Friday the 13th films. We watched eight Nightmare on Elm nine, Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Nine, nine, nine. Eight Nightmare on Elm Street films. Eight Nightmare on Elm Street films. And then one crossover between the two of them. The aforementioned Freddy versus Jason. Um, so, you are right. You look like you're having a having a conniption. Yeah. yeah. I just got real confused as to how that was twenty films, but it is. No, it is because it's eleven plus eight plus one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> do what? What are they? What are Freddie's? I was like, fuck! What, like, it's only nineteen. <laughs> what have we watched? We've missed one. We've watched, no, we watched twenty. We watched an extra one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? We just watched Scooby Doo Two: Monsters Unleashed. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't notice i am so i am so like a wreck right now <laughs> this has been a long ass week man yeah how many did we watch this weekend we well today alone we watched six movies what's the time it's, it's currently 2 a.m it's currently 1 a.m it's a school night it's a, it's a monday morning we we both have work and under seven hours collectively probably yeah. oh, i probably have a bit more. i work at six hours there you go well, well, I'm not ready for it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not ready to go to work. No. Um, um, what so what? 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 Uh, are, what, what, films? what is? What is? What are these mo- are movies? What's a movie? Um. Well, it's a series of frames mm. and audio. That feels like there's more to it than that, but I don't know about enough about movies <laughs> to, to disagree with you. All right, so um, I'll take you through all twenty movies. In, oh, please do in, in gratuitous or, in, detail in release order. Oh, yeah, that's nothing we should mention. Um, much like the Star Wars trilogies and things like that, there's a few. Um, there's a bit of conjecture about how to watch these movies because yeah. turns out we're not the only people to decide to watch all twenty movies because it's actually two franchises, by the way. In case you didn't didn't realize, um, we decided to watch them in release order to try and like sort of replicate what it would have been like at the time. Mm. This, of course, crossed as I said, nearly forty years, not um, two two weeks, and um, and so because uh, you get like. Um each one's kind of a snapshot of that era. Yeah, 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 totally. Well, it totally. Sh- it, it's, it's not actually that much, but it should be. Mm. Um, anyway, so, starting off, we've got Friday the 13th, 1980, directed by Sean S. Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Friday the 13th, Part 2, 1981, directed mm-hmm. by Steve Miner. Mm-hmm. Friday the 13th, Part 3, originally released in 3D, 1982, Steve Miner, directed. Mm-hmm. Friday the 13th, The Final Chapter, 1984, it's Steve Zito, fourth of 11 movies. The Wait, how many chapter? Steves have directed things so far? Two. And it was the same guy. <laughs> it's just one Steve. <laughs> they did it twice. Um, then, um, in 1984 as well, A Nightmare on Elm Street, directed by Wes Craven, mm. um, R.I.P. Mm. Um, Friday the 13th, A New Beginning, Danny Steinman, 1985. Mm-hmm. A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. 
Jack Shoulder, 1985. Friday mm. the 13th, Part 6, Jason Lives, 1986. Tom McLaughlin, A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors, 1987. Chuck Russell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood, 1988. John Carl Bueller. His B- best work. Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master, Rennie Harlan. Uh, Friday the 13th, Part 8, Jason Takes Manhattan, 1989. Rob Hedden. A Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream, the Dream Child, 1989. Mm. Um, Rachel Talele, first mm. one directed by a woman. Mm, Actually, mm. no, sorry, I've gotten ahead of myself. Stephen Hopkins directed that one. Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare, 1991, was directed by Rachel Talele. The first one directed by a female. Were any of the others directed by females? No, it was the first one. So the only one? Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Well, we don't know. These franchises aren't necessarily dead in the water yet. That's um, true. Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, 1993. Uh, Adam Marcus. Wes Craven's New Nightmare, 1994, by Wes Craven, obviously. Jason X, 2001. Uh, James Isaac. Free vs. Jason, 2003. The franchise we're here to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie Yu. And Friday the 13th, Reboot, 2009. Yeah. Um, Marcus Nispel. And A Nightmare on Elm Street, 2010, Samuel Bayer. And interestingly, um, both of those reboots were released within a year of each other. Both, pro- both produced... By Michael Bay, who also produced the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles reboot, which we discussed last week, last um, last fortnight. There needs to be a better way to say that. We keep we keep going. Yeah, we always say last. We're such freaking idiots, bro. (laughs) Why Um, do we watch twenty films? Friday the Thirteenth collectively has grossed six hundred and seventy-one point five million dollars, making it the highest-grossing horror franchise of all time. Cool. Followed closely, well, not that closely. By uh, Nightmare on Elm Street um, at $483.4 million, Second highest grossing um, mm. film franchise. What are these films about? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm, I, I have to just get all this admin out of the way. Normally, <laughs> no, listen, normally listen, it only takes a few listen, minutes. Listen, why don't we split it up a tad? I just want, I'll say something first before okay. you go into the, the plot. I want to say, I was very apprehensive getting these films. I was like... Apprehensive? That's not a word. Apprehensive? Apprehensive. Oh my gosh. I've been saying apprehensive for like... 10 years well that's correct you said apprehensious oh my gosh I've been saying apprehensious for like <laughs> 10 years um I was worried getting these movies <laughs> because um because there's they're they're you know they're schlock horror they're they're the sort of the the Adam Sandler of horror movies and I was worried that it was gonna be a drag to get through them all but I'm gonna be honest with you and I know Richard you feel similarly Mm-hmm. is that I liked almost all of them. Mm-hmm. And I, I would go further than that. I would say I really liked almost all of, all of them. Yeah, the interesting thing is, they're not hard movies to watch. and Which I think made the last two weeks easy for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there are a couple where I'm like, ah, oh, they, they sort of lost their way there and, um, you know... Uh, there, there's a few that may, maybe like I think Friday the 13th probably had a couple too many but I mean overall first of all Friday the 13th gets better as it goes along almost all the way almost all the way gets well, gets better as it goes along it's interesting because we have to take into account something that we agreed when we first started this podcast that I'm talking about the benchmark of the films yeah because obviously we're not comparing these films to the same scale that we would compare Back to the Future 2. No. But, so... Back to the Future 2 or Back to the Future... 2-2. Two, 2-2. Two. Two, two. Yeah. So, like, if we're judging Friday the 13th, any of the parts by Friday the 13th standards, yeah, they look pretty good. And to have said that, I did actually enjoy a lot of them. And they're super fun to watch. They're super easy to watch. Mm-hmm. And um, it makes for a bloody great two weeks. Wow. Yeah, I would probably say don't try watch them in two weeks. I can't, Unless you've got I, a lot of free time. Uh, somewhere around Friday the 13th, part 7. Uh, and, and Which we watched yesterday. Nightmare, was it yesterday? Okay, maybe a bit earlier. Somewhere around the middle, yeah. I started to get real bummed out. Because I was like, everyone's dying. Yeah. Everyone is dying, and they're dying in horrible ways. Because they're having sex. And you're not allowed to have sex. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm, I'm, at this point I'm going to talk a little bit about the plot of each film. I've written down maximum eight to ten words of each film. I'm going to go do you want me to read? Do you want to alternate so people aren't just listening to one voice for however long um, it's I'll, I'll say it and then you can kind of... Um, oh, okay, I'll, co- I'll make a little... Okay. I'll make a hilarious quote. Friday the 13th, so part one. Yeah. Pamela Voorhees avenges her son. Sure, so a common misconception with the Friday the 13th movies, the hockey mask Jason Voorhees... Well, I'll give you that, just... 
Just just discuss the sentence I just said. Oh, you've you've thrown through a loop. Uh, yeah, no, I yeah. Cool. Part two, Jason Voorhees avenges his mum. Um, yeah, no, so he avenges his mum. Funny, common misconception with Friday the Thirteenth is that he's not a, he doesn't actually wear the hockey mask. No. Yeah. Until part three, Jason Voorhees kills people with a hockey mask. He kills. That's exactly right, Richard. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, in 3D. Yeah, in 3D. Oh my gosh, how fun was that movie? It's it's insane. I I so the first Friday the Thirteenth I watched, I was like, this is all right. Like, uh, like, if this is the best one, oh yeah, shit. If this is the best one, then we're in trouble. Friday the 13th 2 is like a classy horror movie. Like, like if, if you interpret the word class with how that fits in a slasher movie, it is a classy slasher movie. Because yeah. it's like, it's like cool. This is, you know, this is blood, it's guts. It's like, people die because they commit cardinal sins. You know, it's, yeah. it's, real, it's real basic. And then I saw Friday the 13th Part 3, and I was like, how is this better? Like yeah, it's yeah. actually, I'm actually enjoying this more because it's 3D, but it's it's charming 3D in the same way that you'd be charmed by watching an Audrey Hepburn movie. You know, yeah. like it's, I'd say it's, it's a worse movie, but it's more enjoyable. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, which is interesting. We'll say we'll talk a little about later. Actually, I'm just going to breeze through a few of these. Mm-hmm. Um, part four: Corey Feldman kills Jason. Part five: Old Corey Feldman becomes Jason. Part six: Old Corey Feldman brings Jason back to life. Part seven: Jason battles a girl with telekinesis. Uh, eight, Jason on a boat slash Manhattan. Nine, <laughs> I call nine the Jeb Bush of the franchise. <laughs> Why? Because it's a mess. <laughs> Jeb is a mess. Um, Jeb was a big fat mistake. Now let me talk about part nine. Can yeah, we talk, talk about, about part Because I, to be fair, I was cooking lunch. Mm. So part nine, which we watched today, um, well yesterday I guess now. Part nine is is, is Jason goes to hell. Yeah. First of all, Friday. he doesn't. <laughs> okay, that's a massive spoiler. <laughs> yeah, Jason, Jason goes, to, goes hell. to hell is like calling um, the return of the king, return of the king. Like it's a spoiler about what happens at the end of the movie. So it's sort of so so both go, both um, part eight and part nine, which are Jason takes Manhattan and or as I like to call it, Mister Voorhees goes to New York and uh, Jason goes to hell. Both of those are movies that sort of tease you with saying we're going to do a concept. Because, by the way, the first maybe... I'm going to say the first five... No, first four, Friday the 13th, yeah. are basically the same movie. Yeah. It's not till five that they start to sort of play with the formula a little bit. And it's not till part eight that they actually genuinely go, he's going to Manhattan. It's in a different place. He doesn't. Mm. He, this is the last, like, 20 minutes he goes to Manhattan. Yeah. And the whatever the aspect of Manhattan would have isn't really that relevant. Um, part nine, Jason goes to hell. He goes to hell at the end, and you don't actually see hell, which feels like, mm. why would you call it that if you didn't want us to see yeah, it? Yeah, I was really disappointed by that. And, but, but also, like, it does, it takes, so it takes, it takes A Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, two movies to start switching up the formula. It took A Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, no. Friday the 13th, I'm, nine maybe, I'm going to say probably part seven tried to switch things up. But that's still... Pretty bad. Well, I mean, five doesn't have Jason. One doesn't okay, have Jason. Okay, okay. Really, they switched up in the second movie by, by making Jason <laughs> the killer. That's true. <laughs> um, but, so the part, formula is part eight is the one with the telekinetic. Is that right? Yeah. What one's that? Oh, no, part, part seven's telekinetic. Part eight's... Um, oh, well, it's part seven. Part seven's um, telekinesis. What's it's it called? The new blood. The new blood. Because um, they wanted the telekinetic girl to be the new... Um, star of the franchise. I, re- I really hope you guys are following this. So part seven, he fights a telekinetic girl, which hasn't been done yet. And I liked the, I liked the, 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 what do you call it? Like the attempt. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. and, but so both goes to Manhattan and goes to hell. They don't, he doesn't do either of those things. Yeah, yeah, and, um, But yeah, and goes to hell, they switch it up a bit by having, yeah. having it be all about like his it, lineage. And, it's not actually... Jason for most of the film. He yeah, Jason yeah. becomes a bloody slug that um gets transferred What's to his people. Heart? Yeah. Yeah. But he gets transferred from person to person by making out. Which was cool. And he has his only line of the entire franchise, which is like uh, get back on It was like put yeah. your hands up or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so it's something and he calls yeah, he's because he's he's playing the part of a cop. Mm. Um he's in a cop's body and every time he's taken over a body he mm. hasn't spoken, but then there's like a bit where one of the cops is Jason, but you don't know who. Yeah. Um, and then he and then he has a line. Yeah. And then it's, it's the only time. The, and so they, they were like, oh, we know we're breaking the rules, but we couldn't figure out a better way to write the scene. <laughs> they literally said that. Oh, that's um, So at 10, Jason X is Jason kills in space. 
2009 is... Slow slow down there, Richard. In space? Yeah. Jason goes to space. So Jason gets cryogenically frozen around 2002 and wakes up in the year 2455. I think it was 2010 he got cryogenically frozen. Really? Yeah, I think they said that. Um, Yeah, so that happens. And then he basically... Uh, he's frozen and then they they open up his uh, his chamber and then they all start having sex around him and of course uh, <laughs> there's as, nothing as Jason step, Voorhees hates more <laughs> hates more than having sex and it's funny because you think that it's just like um, the rules of horror movies is you're committing a cardinal sin so you yeah. get killed but it's actually kind of explained because uh, Jason originally drowned um, and his mum was avenging him because all the counsellors were too busy having sex to pay attention to the fact that there was a drowning child and so it, it's kind of explained. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Jason yeah, goes to space and then ends up becoming Uber Jason. Yeah, which he's is actually like a, called Uber Jason. A half cyborgish kind of robotic Jason. It was awesome. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> and so the 2009 reboot is kind of the, th- the first three movies smushed together. Because mm. the, the pre. What? Okay, yeah, so it has a 25 minute cold open. So. <laughs> There's 25 minutes of film, and then it goes Friday the 13th, and it's like, fuck. A la Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Does that do the same thing? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's like, while the actual credits are rolling, you kind of see the plot of the first movie with um, a woman being like, um, sex is responsible for killing my Jason, and then she gets beheaded. Uh, and then there's a killing spree with Jason with a burlap sack on, which takes place in the late 80s. And then Friday the 13th pops up, and then we're in 2009, mm-hmm. and he kills more people. Do you have anything you want to say quickly about that? Um, no, that's bit? that's pretty apt. Let's go to A Nightmare on Elm Street. Cool. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, number one, Freddy kills teens in their sleep. Number two, Freddy kills gay teens in their sleep. <laughs> um, number three, uh, the last Elm Street kids get dream powers and kill Freddy. Uh, four, the last Elm Street kid gets all of the dream powers and kills Freddy. <laughs> Number five, Freddy has a son or something. Part six, no, it's a daughter and she kills him. Um, part <laughs> seven, uh, they have to make a new nightmare film to stop Freddy. Isn't that part eight? No, that's part seven. New nightmare. But there's eight Friday the Eight, uh, the reboot. The reboot oh, there. of course. Um, yeah, so new nightmare is interesting. Yes. It's, there's kind of no, not really any other movies like it. So, while, do you ever see Bewitched? Yeah. So um, the, the, I haven't seen it. But the movie it. adaptation of Bewitched is about the TV show Bewitched. Yeah, and the the chick who plays the witch is actually a witch, right? Yeah, but that's the closest thing I could possibly put yeah. to a new nightmare would be the Bewitched movie. Yeah, um, Feral Nicole Kidman. Yeah. So, yeah, basically, um, the plot of it is like Freddy is like a demon, and they had to make the movies to keep him suppressed. Mm. Um, well, I, I feel like they should have just gone with the like. Oh, turns out Freddy's real, um, lol, kind of angle, mm. um, made it a bit more, a bit more humorous. But instead, it's like actually probably one of the darkest adaptations of Freddy Krueger, yeah, yeah, other than the reboot. Um, and then, yeah, the film ends with that's this tripped me out. Like the film <laughs> ends with um, Heather Langenkamp, who played Nancy in the first film, and the reading, third, and the third, um, reading a script for Wes Craven's New Nightmare. <laughs> so she's in the film and she she's reading her son. It was a very esoteric movie, but mm. it pulled it off and would probably I would say it's probably one of my favorite nightmare on Elm Street films. Mm. It's interesting because if you said which franchise do I prefer, I would say um A Nightmare on Elm Street has better ideas but worse sequels, whereas Friday the 13th is pretty basic, but they all the sequels are pretty good. Mm. Yeah, I mean it's the thing that I'm I'd say Nightmare's better, but I enjoyed Friday more. Yeah. Probably. I, I probably... I prefer Freddy as a villain, but I prefer the Friday mm-hmm, movies. Mm-hmm. Um, for, uh, Nightmare 2K10, no different for the first one, but with better graphics and more kid rape. Yeah, Freddy's a pedophile in the yeah. remake, whereas so, he was just a child killer yeah, in the original. Which was... Um, Wes Craven's original intention was to have him as a child molester, but um, there was a whole big child molestation ca- case going on, and he didn't want to look like he was capitalizing on that for box office returns which is funny because everyone, well, everyone does that <laughs> everyone does that nowadays um, rapes kids or, or 
Doesn't. Well, it capitalizes on yeah, true. Common oh, so just quickly, Freddy vs. Jason, the franchise we're here to talk about. Um, the best, probably the best movie I've ever seen. Probably um, the best. It's actually the best movie I've ever seen. I was <laughs> going to say that. It was. It's probably the best crossover movie I've seen since the Avengers. Yeah. Like, I, and I, I, I'm I'm only a little bit kidding. Yeah, I've, I'm gonna I'm, be. I've like, never cheered at a movie like I have at Freddy. I'm gonna Jason. be frank with you, listeners. Freddy vs. Jason is probably the best film of both franchises. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's so fun. It's so awesome. After two grueling weeks of watching these movies, to watch them finally combine in like a meaningful yeah. way. Because we've been waiting like 18, no, 17 films to, to see. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. It was so fun, man. Like, the it's got everything you'd want in it. So, the, like, have you written down what that one's about? Uh, yeah, so I've just written, everyone's forgotten about Freddy, so he can't kill anyone anymore. So he resurrects Jason to make people scared again, but then Jason starts killing everyone and Freddy gets jealous. There's more than eight words. Yeah, I, 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 left, I left that one a little bit longer because okay, it's, um, cause it's the franchise we had um, talking about. The other ones are just for context. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a great film. Like, I love... I love the fights. I love that it's a bit that like it's Freddy's doing that, and like he gets you know Jason, uh, he gets jealous of Jason, and so you've he gets got a little bit Genghis Khan. He gets a little bit Genghis Khan about about killing kids, and like it's just this fun like it's not even it's not even silly. Like it's a good movie. Yeah, it's well, a good story. I should say like every time. Well, I, I'm speaking for myself, but every time I refer to a movie as good, it's like. I'm saying I enjoyed the hell out of it, but like these are the kind of movies that I'm not gonna necessarily defend. If someone tries to tell me Friday the Thirteenth Part Five is a bad movie, mm-hmm. I'd be like, it probably is, but I enjoyed it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I like I like I don't know. It's weird because these these aren't normally the kind of movies I would enjoy, but I think I've just been in the right mindset for the past two weeks. Yeah, to because the the main thing we were worried about getting this franchise is time. Yeah. We were like we actually don't have enough time to watch this movie. We barely did. Yeah. Um I'm I it didn't even fucking come into it that I'm I was terrified to watch them. <laughs> um and it's and essentially because for years I've wanted to watch A Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Mainly because I was so intrigued by the idea of New Nightmare that I I was like, oh well but I want to watch the whole series for context and I only saw part of part four at, at a friend's house because it was I was on Sky Movies. And um and then so when we got it, I was like, oh, sweet, I'm actually going to, like, I have to watch these movies now. It'll be cool to watch them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, but they have to make it through fucking 11 um, Friday the 30th movies. But then I enjoy, ended up enjoying the hell out of them. Yeah. And I, I, I this is, I, as we were talking about earlier, like, I feel like a purist now. The, okay, so I'm glad you brought that up. I feel like I can talk about this now. Yeah. I feel like if I got into a conversation with someone about... Um, true horror true slasher like mm. i would actually have a reasonably educated standpoint to to talk about it on and that's awesome this is the first time this has happened in this in this podcast but i'm hoping it'll happen a lot more as i feel like i have a have something to say now yeah, um, and i didn't feel like maybe i felt like that with lethal weapon because it's like action movie origins but this is 20 movies like this is 20 movies and 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 all these years of um horror movies developing of slasher films developing of things the rules being set up that are still honored like today Mm. you know like these these are the rules and they like these movies are so good for for learning about what a horror movie should be if you want to write a horror movie watch these movies like they are great they're fun they're good they're violent they're they're gross they're like they're interesting yeah and and it's interesting because um they're so formulaic yeah, but the and, and I I don't know they they keep people coming back though. Well, yeah, it's I would say that doesn't surprise me for a Nightmare on Elm Street because literally every Nightmare on Elm Street changes something, right? Yeah. So the first one's the the, the rules, the basic. The second one breaks all those rules. Yeah, the second one's uh, yeah, it wasn't that great. The third one's awesome because it's a, it's it's sort of like hey, we can actually take control in our yeah. own dreams and fight back. And also, I like that it was set at a mental institute. I was like, that's a good idea. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Um, the fourth one is what was different about that one there was uh, I'm, I'm struggling to remember one girl gets all the powers sure one girl gets all the powers and it was it was way more um what like heroic heroic yeah, yeah, i guess yeah. um and then the fifth one um she gets pregnant and freddy is 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 accessing through the the fetus's dreams mm. awesome idea how yeah. cool is that idea yeah. like the movie i don't know how where it would stack up in terms of my favorites but that was a good freaking idea for a for a nightmare on elm street sequel you know yeah. um and then of course you've got freddy's dead which is 
Freddy's got a daughter and I want you to find her and that that was really cool as well and yeah then, that was cool because the main character doesn't really know much about himself yeah and then Freddy keeps him alive yeah and he's like oh my god I'm Freddy's kid yeah that's why he's kept me alive halfway through the movie Freddy kills him and as he's dying he says no I just wanted you to find my daughter yeah and and, and well massive plot twist yeah yeah it's actually quite well done and then of course New Nightmare is like a meta meta thing mm. takes um, place in a different universe yeah, officially yeah, yeah. so um, Friday the 13th so the, the first one is someone's killing everyone the second one is someone's killing everyone third one is someone's killing everyone fourth one is um, someone's killing everyone but now I don't know it was it was so two three and four are actually all set within a week um, yeah, which is yeah. an interesting aspect to, to include into it um, and then the fifth one was about the survivor of four when he's all grown up dealing with the ptsd which is again a great idea like we got to five i was like this is it like yeah. they won't they won't get any better from here yeah well, it should, was pretty good talk about tommy a little bit okay Cause, sure because okay tommy's Corey feldman's character in part four he's a little kid um so there's like a bunch of horny teenagers um one of whom is crispin glover from um back to the future but plays george fly um they move in they're next door they all get killed in typical slash movie fashion but then Corey Feldman, sorry, Ira is the one that ends up um, actually killing Jason. He chops into bits. Yeah. Um, and then in the fifth movie, uh, he's all grown up, but he's obviously got some kind of PTSD. Yeah. And so the producers said, um, said to him, make, yeah, you have to deliver a scare or a kill every eight minutes, and you have to turn Tommy into Jason. Mm-hmm. Those are the director's two rules. Good idea. Yeah, great idea. What do they do with it? What do they do with it? They like they, they did the eight minute thing. Um, he's kind of a little bit fucked up by the end, but he's not quite Jason. And then people didn't respond to not having Jason in the fifth one. So then Tommy accidentally brings him back to life in the sixth one. And then, which is still probably the best movie. Number six. Okay, yeah, N- yeah. Number six is my favorite because that's, <laughs> Wait, that, can, that's can when we, they stop taking this? themselves too seriously. What other franchise would you say that about? Oh, part six is my favorite. Yeah. What other franchise does that sentence exist in? Is Friday the 13th the perfect franchise? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of another film with, like, with six fucking... Oh, actually, no, do you know what I would say about What? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's true, but they weren't a cohesive yeah. story. But the sixth one was my favourite. Uh, what else? Uh, the Mummy. <laughs> the Mummy? Yeah. Oh, Avatar Costello. Yeah, out of the, out of the six oh, franchises. Actually, yeah, to... probably that would be my favourite. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um... Yeah, I think like God, those are bad. <laughs> um, yeah, no, part six was great. Like it was fun. Yeah, that, that's when the film, the, the franchise, kind of said, "Okay, we can have a bit of fun." With Which this. one was part seven? Part seven was Telekinesis. So again, like a good idea. It wasn't great, but yeah, it was all right. So the, 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 like you might think adding supernatural elements seems strange. So what happened is they've been trying to get Freddy versus Jason for, done for years, mm-hmm. uh, but there was always licensing issues. So. Um, Paramount owned uh, owned Friday and New Line owned um, uh, Nightmare. Yeah. Did I, I say, did I say Nightmare twice? No. I don't know, man. Anyway, um, New Line definitely had, um, had Nightmare. In the morning. So, uh, for years they couldn't work it out, but then eventually after 8 bombed at the box office, um, the Friday rights went up for grabs. New Line bought them, and then so it was prime for a, um, for a crossover. And mm. so... Part seven was born from trying to get a Free versus Jason movie done, and then they, it couldn't happen. But they were like, "Oh, we, we still want it to be Jason versus someone." So, like, what other horror characters are there? So they kind of tried to do Jason versus Carrie, mm-hmm. Stephen King's Carrie, uh, but then just changed the names to not have to deal with any of that shit. So that's how a, tel- a girl with telekinetic powers ended up being the main character. And she actually appears as a little girl in the one before it. Mm, yeah, which is strange. Yeah, uh, we should talk about. Something, something I wrote down as a as a starting platform for a conversation. Um, so, like, I actually wrote that. So, like, are we meant to root for the kids? And did you? And when? And when not? Um, I, as I said, I got bummed out by everyone getting killed. Yeah. There are a couple characters I, I can't be bothered remembering who. Where I was like, oh, I really wish they didn't die. Like the wheelchair kid. Yeah, so in part two, there's a jock in a wheelchair and everyone t- treats him like a normal person, which is real progressive for, what, 82? 81. 81. Um, yeah, he's like, he's just another one of the guys. He actually, like, is about to get laid 
when he gets killed. And like, I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing that they didn't differentiate or didn't discriminate to the point where he just gets killed like another character. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I don't think I ever... I, I like Freddy. I didn't really like Jason. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, I don't know. I, I don't know if you're supposed to root for anyone. I wonder if these movies are just like um, slasher porn. Yeah, Which, I, there's I, a place I mean, for I guess I don't, Yeah, I, don't, I don't never really delved into the, into the genre too much. But yeah, it is interesting because I'm like, I want to see cool kills. That's, mm. that's why I watch these movies. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, you know, I want to see... You want to see how they're going to kill Jason yeah. or Freddy, but then I also want to see how is Freddy going to, or Jason going to kill all these people. So you kind of, it's like you know Breaking Bad, where you're like, oh, I want him to get away with it, but I want Hank to find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say the most compelling characters, aside from the villains, and in, in the whole two franchises, would be Tommy in Part Five. Yeah. Um, he, he, he says eighteen words in the entire movie. Yeah, he's still. He's very character. clear. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today disturbed which i thought was actually real cool um obviously nancy from nightmare th- one and three and kind of new nightmare if you she's she's playing herself the actress is playing herself um yeah those are probably two my two two favorites i'm trying mm. to think if there are any others um so well, the, the other the ones whose names i can fucking yeah remember. exactly kevin bacon's in part one yeah he gets a, a screwdriver through the throat it's a screwdriver is it i thought it was like a spear or something okay um yeah, what like what I did find interesting was like, I know I first noticed this in part four, and I actually mentioned this to you. I was like, "What is the point of these storylines?" Yeah, right. Because there's a there's a basic storyline which is there's someone killing everyone, but then there's also like part four, especially this is one with Crispin Glover in it and Corey Feldman goes real into depth about this this um, group of, of teenagers that are staying next door to Corey Feldman. Hmm. All of those people die. All of those characters die, thus making their entire storylines meaningless and redundant. Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. the, the only people who survive that story are Corey Feldman and his character's sister. Yeah. Well, who, who aren't part of the, the group of teenagers. Yeah, I, don't, I, too, I think because of that, Four's the best crafted movie. Sure. I reckon. Yeah. Well, and, and, and it's like, and, and on one hand, why is this, like, why should I care? But then on the same time, on the other hand, it's, I don't know, it's not even that, like, but I cared about those storylines. It's just that, like, they were done well because they tried yeah, to yeah. do it in every movie. Yeah. But that's the only one where I was like, I could kind of follow and yeah. care about the plot. Well, because, so, yeah, they go into, like, um, oh, there's love triangles and there's, you know, um, Crispin Glover really wants to get laid, <laughs> but he can't. <laughs> uh, and then, then they meet some twins and the twin, one of the twins looks like she's going to go for one guy and he gets real excited, but then he goes for Crispin Glover's character. Then she goes for Crispin Glover's character. And the other guy's real bummed out. All of this is meaningless because all of those characters die. And I guess what it's saying is, don't Life have sex before marriage. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Like, kind of. Like, I don't know if that's the message of the filmmakers, but that's certainly Jason's agenda, mm. is don't have sex before marriage, don't smoke drugs, don't sin, basically. And I wonder if these movies are trying to tell you something. These yeah. movies actually come from a conservative place trying to say be follow the rules mm. or maybe you don't have to follow the rules but there are consequences for fo- not following the rules i don't know what what are what are the morals of these movies so yeah 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 i, I like it's, it's weird there's a very anti-sex kind of thing but then well, and, that's, and, that's and that's because... the reboot, it's, it's the same thing but with drugs sure but but it's anti-sex because sex is so good right like people yeah, want bro. people <laughs> yeah bro <laughs> <laughs> like people want to have sex so it's like say what what these movies i don't even think if it could be anything but it's sex because that's the most primal version right it's the filmmaker saying to you you know that thing that you want the most it'll get you killed yeah if you if you dare if you dare give in to temptation it'll get you killed because there are innocent characters in, the, in these movies who then have sex and then they get killed hmm. most of the time the virgins are the ones that survive to the end yeah I've run out of pee. We'll cut this out. No, I'll just talk, man. It's fine. Um, oh, I just threw up in my mouth a little bit. 
Okay. Um, so this is a, if you guys have been, um, listening to this for a while, you'll know that, um, fun thing about this podcast is that we also, we're part of a conglomerate, um, of, of, of basically something that I do and Richard kind of does helps with called cult popture. This is, you'll actually probably find this on the cult popture podcast, um, and not film franchise Fortnites. That's so if we want to do something different, we don't have to put it under the film franchise Fortnites. Branding, um, I've come since to learn that's not actually how podcasts work and usually just have a brand and then multiple podcasts under that. But I haven't done that, so we'll see what happens. Um, however, if you are interested, we actually have a new, cool new web series out at the moment called Cult Popcorn, which are one minute long video essays about film, TV, video games, anything else you can want. Um, you should check it out. The last episode that would have come out would have been about the movie Rubber, I think. I might be wrong on that. It's Welcome back, It's what we call... We talk about fra- uh, titles a lot on this we podcast. We talk about franchises a lot, too. <laughs> we do. There's no denying it. Okay, so we talk about titles a lot on this, this podcast. This is a segment which we which sort of came birthed out of the fact that we do indeed talk, talk about, about titles, titles a lot on, on this, this podcast. podcast. And the reason for that was I would like to think... People listen to this podcast not because of our witty banter, not because of they're interested in movie reviews. I would like to think because we're in the golden age of the franchise, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them just came out, and that it is very clearly intended to be part of a franchise. And the most exciting part about that franchise to me is what are they going to call the sequel? What are they going to call the sequel? Because they, you know what they're going to call? They're going to call it Fantastic Beasts 2, which is going to destroy me. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Fantastic Beasts 2, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them 3. Beasts 4 yeah. and Fantastic Five. Yeah. Um, so, the reason for this, and we actually did a live stream about this about a month ago. Um, personally, I don't know about you, Rich, we've never really talked about this. Well, we did on the live stream, I guess. Personally, titles matter so much to me. And I think they matter so much to me because so many franchises arbitrarily screw it up. And I don't understand why. Because to me, it's branding. To me, it's keep everything under the same brand. Why would you call the third film Jurassic Park 3 if the second film was called The Lost World Jurassic Park there's no Jurassic Park 2 Richard (laughs) why are they calling the third one Jurassic Park 3 well you're gonna love these films (laughs) okay let's go through the titles one more time I know how much you guys love lists so we've chock chock picked this episode's chock full of lists for you guys so I'm gonna say these exactly and I'm gonna um Things that I wouldn't normally say like that, I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Okay. okay? Um, so you've got Friday the Thirteenth. I'm just gonna go through. Um, can I comment on that first of all? Yeah. Stupid title for the series. They screwed themselves over. You you were telling me that they actually came up with the title before the concept. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so th- um, there was another title. I can't for the life of me remember what it was. Um, it was a, it was a, quite a long title. It was like a strange occurrence at Crystal Lake. That kind of title. Okay. 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 Um, um the the series clearly should have been called Crystal Lake. Personally, I think. Crystal Lake should have been the title for the series because Friday the 13th boxes them in to only being able to make these stories exist around this certain date. And then they don't even do that. Like, it kind of comes up occasionally. Not Mm. really. Yeah. Continue. So, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, part two. Friday the 13th, part I-I-I. Yeah, I'm, just, okay. I'm, just, I'm, I'm saying so Roman you're saying numbers. that they went numerical then switched to Roman for the yeah. third I get, and, that's and, a and sin 3D. that's cool. a cardinal sin Friday the 13th the final chapter so they've ditched the okay cool so together. that's fine yeah. still listen you can do that with number four yeah. you can ditch numerals with number four can't go back to them though Friday the 13th a new beginning that's fine uh, this one's actually um, the only titles have it this way round. Jason Lives, Friday the 13th, Part VI. No! No! You can't go back to part numbers yeah. because you ditch them at number three. No. And and putting. Why are you putting Jason Lives first? What is wrong with you? Call it Friday the 13th, Jason Lives. Call it Jason Lives. I'd be fine with that. Mm. Jason lives. Yep, you're ditching Friday the Thirteenth, which you should have done. It's very viral marketing. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Jason lives. That's yeah. But why don't put part? You've ditched the parts, man. You've ditched the numbers. Friday the Thirteenth, Part VII, the New Blood. You you're still going with it. You're yeah. still doing it. Friday the Thirteenth, Part VII, I. 
Yes. Jason takes Manhattan. I, I there's, there's nothing else to say at this point. Yeah, well, okay, so they, they brought in having Jason in the title, took it away, brought it back. <laughs> um, and then we've got Jason goes to hell the final Friday. Okay, I can, I'll allow it. I'm not happy with it, yeah. but I'll allow it. Why? Because you're bringing back Friday. Right. Which is irrele- was irrelevant from the first one. Right. Jason goes to hell is a fine title. Call it that. Okay. Jason X. Fine. I mean, See, it's, these it's, are so... it's it's Fast and Furious rules where you have no pattern. So call it whatever the hell you right. want. Right. Friday the 13th. Yeah. Cool. That's that series. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Good title. I mean, uh, Elm Street's not really relevant on the first one. Mm. It's, a, it's just a cool sound. It's a cool title, yeah. It's ca- catchy. A Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Um, yep, fine. Bit that's, lazy. That's, it's a bit lazy, yep. A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Dream Warriors is such a hammy name. Mm. Um, I don't necessarily mind it, but it's such a hammy name to me. A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. I am a big believer in not including numbers after three. So that kind of pisses me off. The Dream Master, again, putting dream in your title feels a little bit flowery, but okay. A Nightmare on Elm Street, The Dream Child. Okay. It kind of annoys me that you've um, established a dream trilogy here and haven't included numbers for the last one. You should have not included numbers from the first one. Mm Mm-hmm. Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare. Uh, I wouldn't... I would have preferred A Nightmare on Elm Street, Freddy's Dead. Yeah? Yeah. That was our fridge turning on, by the way. Where's Craven's New Nightmare? Um, it sets itself apart. It's not necessarily a sequel. I don't mind it. Yeah, and part of the reason... Like, halfway through the movie, I realised this, is that New Nightmare... Wes Craven's New Nightmare is a mm-hmm. great title. Mm-hmm. Because... You're saying Wes Craven's back on the franchise. He wrote and directed the first one and wrote the third one and then didn't really want anything to do with the franchise. He uh, watched all the other sequels before making New Nightmare and he said they were shit. Um, <laughs> and he publicly didn't endorse the remake, um, whereas Robert England did, who played Freddy Krueger. We haven't mentioned Robert England at all. I love. We've actually tweeted him, by the way. We tweeted Robert England among our other um, stars and asked if they wanted an interview. Mm. If it happens... You might get an extra podcast where we interview. I hope it happens. <laughs> Corey Feldman. <laughs> Corey um, Feldman, yeah. So, um, yeah, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Um, the plot of it is like, Wes Craven wrote the original Nightmare on Street because he was having these nightmares. Mm-hmm. And then they stopped making the movies because he stopped having these nightmares. But now he's got, um, he started having them again. And so he, he writes another movie to keep Freddy at bay. And so the film is actually about Wes Craven's New Nightmare. It's impeccable. It's a great title. It is. It is. It is a great title. What do you it's think like it? Step Up to the Streets. It's like, um, well, you've given me a bad example. <laughs> Whereas I actually agree it's a good title. Um, what do you think of Freddy vs. Jason as a title? It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be called. A Nightmare on Elm Street vs. Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. So we've talked about titles on this podcast. Yeah. There's nothing more I want to say. Other than no, okay, what were the um, what were my other um, platforms? I had like, like good starting points for conversation. Um, okay, yeah, here's a fun game. Yeah, Freddy vs Jason. Yeah, add another verse. Um, Freddy vs Jason, like seriously or for fun? Uh, do one of each. So you'd want to go Hellraiser or Michael Myers, right? Yeah, probably Hellraiser because that sounds better. Freddy vs Jason vs Pinhead. Yeah, not Freddy vs Jason vs Michael Myers. Um. I feel like those were the, the four figureheads of yeah. horror in the 80s. And so there is actually a Freddy vs. Jason versus Ash from The Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a com- it's a comic book. It was going to be a film, but it just never got made. Caught in development hell for ages. Freddy vs. Jason versus Ash goes to development hell the final Friday. <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, Ash kind of doesn't really fit in because the other two no. are kind of like immortal. And yeah. Ash has just got a chance. Well, maybe that's why Ash would give you a audience surrogate, I guess. Mm. And Bruce Campbell's just good in anything. Uh, and also, so Pinhead was originally going to have a cameo, um, and the, for the final fight was going to take them to hell. And then Hellraiser, Pinhead was going to walk out and be like, gentlemen, what do you find? I don't know what he talks like. I've never seen any of the movies. Hopefully, <laughs> we'll get it for our next franchise. Um, Hopefully. We can only dream. <laughs> yeah, to watch nine Hellraiser films over the next two weeks. 
which seems like a bloody cakewalk compared to these films. <laughs> um, and so, gentlemen, what seems to be the problem here? But it was like, eh, there's no point paying millions of dollars for the rights to a 10 second cameo that yeah, yeah. no one's really going to care about. Yeah. Um, all right, so you've got Free vs. Jason vs. Hellraiser vs. Yeah. P- Pinhead. Add a fourth. Uh, well, I guess you'd have to go Michael Myers at that point, wouldn't Add you? Add a fifth. Um, Terminator. Add a sixth. Alien. Interestingly, um, 2003 saw Free vs. Jason and Terminator Rise of the Machines. Okay. Um, both, and um, which... Um, was like the newest installment in three franchises that started in 1984. That, that had entries in 1984. Okay. Um, cool. Something like that. Um, yep. Um, cool. Now do your fun one. Freddy vs. Jason versus Scrappy-Doo. Freddy vs. Jason versus... From the end of the first Kramer. But not Kramer from Kramer vs. Kramer. Kramer from Seinfeld. Yeah. So he constantly just walks in in a yeah. funny manner. Yeah. Uh, Freddy vs. Jason Civil War. Freddy vs. Jason vs. Um, vs. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> Freddy vs. Jason vs. Alien vs. Predator. Vs. Alien vs. Predator. Freddy vs. Jason vs. Um, the World. The World. That's a great. That's a great one. <laughs> that's the, a battle. The coming of age story. Yeah, like. that would be great. Uh, so. Okay, what, like. A friend, a good friend, friend of the podcast, David Corrias, asked us this question: um, What do you think each franchise needs? Like, if you were to say, um, "What's a definitive? How do you fix each of these franchises?" As someone said, "AJ, here's the reins. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, hand them I'm, over I'm holding them now. Yeah, um, very, vi- very fran- visual cue on an audio to these piece of two um, franchises. Yeah, what what do you do to course correct them? Um, you Combine the first four Friday the 13th into one movie. Yeah. You make the first sequel, Jason Goes to Hell, but you do it better. Yeah. You, oh, you, have, a, you have maybe three to five films yeah. in, the, in the Friday the 13th movie. Nightmare on Elm Street, um, probably, probably don't do the second one. Probably go from the, from, um, the first one to Dream Warriors. The second one kind of muddied the the rules a bit. Yeah, and it's it's, it's never referenced again until Freddy vs Jason. Um, it's like a it's like a package put together of Jason yeah, yeah. of um Freddy, and it has yeah. a clip from the second one, and that's the only time that the second one is referenced. Um, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything necessarily wrong with. I they just get a bit stale. Is the only thing I'd say right. about them is that you're watching just death after death, and especially in the Friday the Thirteenth movies, they're not even like a different death each time. Yeah. It's just sort of like different variations of someone getting stabbed with something. Yeah. So, okay. What? So you've got battling telekinetic girl. This is mainly for Friday the 13th. Yeah. Battling a telekinetic girl, battling on a boat, battling in Manhattan, um, battling in space. What, how, what twist do you throw at it? Battle through time. After you go to space, you go through time. Right. So Jason gets in a time machine. <gasps> Freddy vs. Jason vs. Doc Brown. <laughs> and they go back in time. Freddy versus Jason versus Mad Dog Tannen. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like you jumping could, through film realities. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, dimensional stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess we do our favorite little segment: mm. continue the franchise. Continue the franchise. So I uh, talk about uh, where these um, franchises are at at the moment. So they've both had a reboot. Yeah. Um, Friday the 13th is getting another reboot next year mm-hmm. um, due to come out 13th of May 2016. It's well past that. Um, <laughs> so I think it's scheduled for October 13th next year. 2017, Nightmare on Elm Street has got another reboot in the works as well um, mm. because both of their reboots were kind of dead in the water. <coughs> and that sequels to them wouldn't have been um, feasible. Um, no, um, uh, Friday the 13th, there's, there's not really any information about the Nightmare one, but Friday the 13th one... Uh, a couple of years ago it was announced that they were looking at doing it found footage um, I like that idea it's, it's kind of interesting they massive fan outrage um, to that idea um, to the point where the execs said um, yeah we threw that idea out to see what you thought of it you didn't like it so we're not going to do it we're going to do what you want and so they said it's going to possibly tell Jason's origins but um, that's what if, I want if, I want Jason's origins I don't know if it was a fan poster or a leaked poster but it showed 
um, Jason dragging a body through the snow. Cool. Good idea. Cool. Doing it, doing it in winter. Yeah. It's such a simple twist, but it yeah. makes it, yeah. Yeah. it, makes it scarier. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, we've come to continue the franchise, and we could go. We could talk for days about the different franchises that, or the different sequels that almost happened to each movie, because we know there's a lot. They've yeah. been they've been talk about all sorts of different sequels. Um, interestingly enough, if you listen to this podcast. Um, more than just this episode you'll have noticed that i often um whenever i have to whenever i'm forced to come up with a sequel i'll automatically go in space Mm -hmm. ace ventura in space you know shanghai noon in space um and it sort of became a joke because it's like my go-to so i try not to do it this is the first franchise we've had where they actually did that jason x is in space yeah um so i can't do that either so here's my proposal for continuing the franchise and it's it's perfect time for it now because we've we've we're we have to start a new universe now because we can't go back to the original and we're not sequeling the the two reboots. So here, I've got two movies to pitch. One is called Freddy the 13th and one is called... Um, Jason... Wait, what did I think of the other... Like Jason's Nightmare or something like that. A Nightmare on Jason Street. A, night, and Jason, a Nightmare, a nightmare on Crystal Camp Lake. Crystal Lake. Anyway, basically it's the same movie but you swap antagonists and see what happens. I think that's legitimately that's interesting. Yeah. Because you don't have to explain it because it's a reboot. Yeah. You don't have to be like, oh, they went through interdimensional. No, it's like, no, just do it, do it for, do one movie each. You don't have to do sequels to them. Do Freddy the 13th where Freddy's in Camp Crystal Lake killing people. Do a nightmare in Jason. A Jason on Elm Street, I think is what I came up with. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Jason, that's a Jason on Elm Street where Jason's the one attacking them in their dreams. Or maybe... Freddy's still attacking them in their dreams, but in Camp Crystal Lake. I don't know. I don't know. What mm. do you think? Yeah, like, no, that's, that's cool. Yeah. Switch antagonists, see what happens. No one does that. The only people who do that are like graphic novels. They do flashpoints. And, and stuff, um, they're like, let's try something and, else. And um, the Crash and Spyro ones. Yeah. They're like um, handheld games. Though. Oh, sure, yeah. Crash yeah. and Spyro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that, that's my suggestion. That's a cool one, yeah. I like yeah. that. Uh, I, I actually didn't really come up with one. No. Oh. Uh, I want to say, let's... Uh, f- Fight, let's have a battle royale. Mm-hmm. Jackie or Haley's Freddy mm-hmm. versus Robert, Robert England's Freddy mm-hmm. versus Kane Hodder's Jason. Jason versus all the other Jasons. All the other Jasons. <laughs> yeah, let's have a Jason. Like, okay, so Kane Hodder. Battle of the Jasons. Kane Hodder played Jason four times. In the four, like, in, least popular um, movies. Yeah, in 7, 8, 9, 10. Mm-hmm. 7, 8, 9, 10. Um, every other movie was played by different. Jason. So there's a total of what eight Jasons or something? No eight, better at seven or eight Jasons. So there's quite a few people who play Jason. I think they're all still alive. Jason Battle Royale. That's my sequel. Cool. Doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Like in the story, they're all one Jason. Yeah, but they're not. Okay. Freddy um, jumps through mm. their time dreams. Mm. You know, you have time dreams sometimes. Yeah, no, I have time dreams all the time. <laughs> or all time. the dreams. Do you all, mean? all the dreams. Yeah, man. No, that's a good idea. It's not. No, it's not. But let's move on. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't like to really like to see sequels to either of the re- either of the reboots. They're not. I think they're, they're probably they're, done. They're, like as much as I enjoyed them, I don't really want to yeah, watch them. Okay, one. so what I was, I was I was wondering is like, I'm so glad that a Nightmare, on, especially Nightmare on Elm Street, came out when it did. Because if the movie we just watched, Nightmare on Elm Street 2K10, mm-hmm. if that came out now, and that was our first exposure to Freddy Krueger, it's such a forgettable movie. Yeah. This this is a pop culture icon we would have been robbed of. Yeah, yeah. Um, because who the fuck cares? Yeah. Yeah. Jackie Earl Haley plays him a lot more... A lot, it's a lot more serious tone to Robert England's. Which, which is, is, which all, is fine. fine. Yeah. Um, he kind of looks like an alien and... But like, I, I really like Jackie or Haley. Yeah, but same. This isn't necessarily, and, and, and I didn't think the movie was necessarily, you know, whatever, fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. It is. Um, but it's like, it, th- this is not this. If it wasn't for the original, and if this just came out in two thousand ten, we wouldn't have seven of these movies. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Hey. Yeah, man. Bro. Hey, man. We watched 20 movies in 14 days. Yeah, that's insane. Bro, high five, man. We did it, man. 
And how many of those did we watch in the last two days? Um, ten? Ten, yeah, about two, we, we watched over half in the last ten days. I think in the last, two in the last two days. We yeah. did it, bro. Like, okay, so when we got this, we we stopped recording on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle podcast, and we were like, "What are we gonna do?" When yeah. we talked about, you know, maybe Richard watches A Nightmare on Elm Street, and I watch Friday the Thirteenth. Then we come together to watch Freddy vs Jason. We talked about watching each franchise separately and doing it over two weeks. And eventually, you know what we thought, fans fan we thought hey why not oh my gosh our chromecast just blew up all right we thought it's never done it before. <laughs> we thought if we don't do this for our first super series it's such a pussy move like it's yeah. such a chicken out and we're like we have to do it we don't have a choice because we said you know seven eight months ago we're going to do a podcast where we watch a different franchise every fortnight and we're going to randomly select it no matter what it is i'm just getting an alarm it's 3am, time to post stuff on Reddit. Um, oh my god, it's 3am. Fuck. Um, we were like, yeah, no, we have to do it because we said we would. Yeah, And we and did that, it, that, man! That's part, of the fun it, of, that's part of the fun of the podcast. Yeah, Because right. when we started it, we're like, we're going to have huge ones. Yeah. And, this, and it's going to be so fun to do them. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't exactly call it fun. But it's funny, yeah, we, talk, we talked about an idea and we actually kind of seriously considered it as us each watching one franchise mm. and then watching Freddy vs. Jason together. Which I think is a legitimately interesting idea. But Yeah, but it's not this podcast. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because I, I would have fought you to watch Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. But fuck, I'm glad I watched Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> yeah, man. Totally. Oh, oh, man. Oh, we did it, bro. I'm, this is so awesome. More people need to listen to this podcast. Mm. Holy shit. And more people need to watch Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> you so Oh, good. my God. Like, I can understand why people... Would hate it, but like, man, after watching all those films over such a short period of time, we were cheering. Yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't give any of them lower than a 5 out of 10. Any of them. Maybe Nightmare 2. Maybe I'd give that a 4. But every every other one, I would give at least a 6 out of 10. And I mean that sincerely. Like, Jason X is great. Like, Jason X is a movie that didn't need to exist. No one was asking for it. But, and like, it could almost be its own movie if you just change the villain. Like, it's not a bad yeah. concept for a movie. But it exists, and it's so different to the other ones. Yeah. But it still, like, is, like, its own thing. And it's great, and I love it. And I love all these movies. And you guys need to watch these movies. Yeah, like... This is the first time we've said this. Essentially, they're not... I, okay, I, I can't go out on the record and say that these are good movies. All of them. Well, goods are and they're uh, subjective. They're too. enjoyable. Yeah, they're sure. Fucking enjoyable. Um, yeah, uh, Jason X is ridiculous, but it's a, f- it's a bucket load of fun. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, yeah. Oh man, it's like Jason X is so ridiculous. I, I cannot describe it. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's the weirdest sequel that's ever been made. The yeah. weirdest sequel that's ever been made that actually isn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Alright. Yeah, I guess we should do franchise. It's like 3 a.m. I want to go to bed. Yeah, let's do go to bed. Let's do franchise roulette. This is a segment of the podcast where we very, very nervously this week probably um, randomly select our franchise that we're doing for the next two weeks. I hope it's like two films. Yeah. Like I'm holding out for like, I want it to be like Bruce Almighty and Evan Almighty. Like I need something that's small to right, two. Oh, wait, I need to add in the new. Because how many is it out of now? I don't know. 291. So we, we have 291 franchises. What's um, what's number... Tell me what number 50 is. This isn't the one we're doing. Resident Evil. So that's to give you an idea of how, how we... Because we just thought of them randomly. But okay, the next franchise we're doing is going to be franchise... 190. Oh, that, that number gives me nerves. 190 is... If it's if it's if it's James Bond, I'm gonna freak. Oh my god, I love this one so much. Okay, Tyler Perry's Medea. <laughs> oh no! How many of them are there? Nine. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that's oh. crazy. Oh my god. Do you know? Do you know? It's kind of cool though. I think we'll actually be the first white people to watch these movies. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. All right, we're doing. That's so funny. We're doing Tyler Perry's Medea next time. From New Zealand, these are very obscure films. If most yeah. of our audience is New Zealand, no one knows what these movies are. 
I mean, if you're on, if you're going really into all the scene and bitched about how they're everywhere and they're always infecting my life, I've, it's never. I I don't even know what anyway. Tyler Perry's Perry's, Perry's Medea looks like. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, I was hoping for Bruce Almighty, man. Right. I was hoping for Agent Cody Banks. I was hoping for... Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed. I was hoping for... Speaking of sequel titles, Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed is the best one. Yeah. It's best sequel title. Yeah. Best sequel. Breaking right. to Electric Boogaloo is pretty good. Listen, if you guys like this... Um, and I know we have we have a select few that like will definitely listen to this whole thing. If you do like it, um, please share it with your friends because this took a lot of work to watch mm. all these movies. We had to like stay up till three a.m. tonight and also like devote time to this. We, we're spending a lot of time. We stayed up past midnight several nights. Yeah. So if you wanna if you wanna help the podcast, share it with your friends. Tell people to listen to Give it. Us five bucks. Rate us. Um, rate us on iTunes. I think is what yeah. they say. Um, you, you can also listen to this on YouTube, of course, which brings me to my next point. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Cult Popsha. Um, you can find us all across social media, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. Um, we do have a website, but I'm thinking maybe to just redirect the website to the YouTube since I don't really update it very often. It's more so that I can have the URL so that no one else can take Cult Popsha. Because a few have cropped up. There's a cult of Popsha, and there's a Cult Popsha one word. But we were the first ones. Um, and this was a this was a this was a thing that we did, and I really appreciate it. I hope you guys did too. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Good night, I'm gonna bed, bro. I'm gonna bed too. I'm just gonna leave this this recording for <laughs> seven, seven hours.